With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Blessings in Christ. I'm Scott Roberts. Blessings in Christ is also the Church of Christ. Preaching the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, of he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. The Church of Christ is scriptural name, Romans 16, 16. Scriptural in origin, Colossians 1, 18. Scriptural in doctrine, 1 Timothy 4, 16. And scriptural in practice, James 1 and 22. Our lesson today is let your light shine. You know, there is so much darkness and evil in the world. If there were ever a time for a Christian to truly let their light shine, it would be now. And of course, it is not our light, but it is the light of Jesus Christ. We read in Matthew 5, Jesus said in Matthew 5:14, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So the question this morning for every single Christian listening to this podcast is, are we letting our light shine as Jesus commanded? We are to let our light shine by living a holy Christian life, bringing glory to the name of Jesus Christ. We must show others that Jesus Christ is living in us, being an example of the believers in all manner of holy Christian life, being a good influence on others, drawing people to Christ, the glorious gospel, and his glorious church. Did you know that mankind was put here on this earth to serve and glorify God? How do we do that? By becoming close to the image of God that we possibly can, denying sin, denying self. After obeying the gospel, we begin as a pure babe in Christ. We must grow into that image by studying God's word and denying self. So once again, our lesson today is Let Your Light Shine. We hope that you enjoy the lesson, and please like us on Facebook. Thank you. Let's go ahead and begin that. Our lesson today is on Let Your Light Shine. If you remember the last two times I've had the privilege and honor uh, to be with my family here, we've looked at the church. If you remember, we looked at the work of the church, uh, which, of course, uh, the Lord's church is in the business of saving souls, uh, contending for the faith, uh, glorifying God individually as Christians and also as the church. And, of course, we worship God in spirit and in truth. John 4, verse 24, God is a spirit, and he must be worshiped in spirit and in truth. But our lesson today is let your light shine. And, you know, there is so much darkness in the world today. It seems like there is evil, wickedness, and false doctrine in just about every corner of the world, uh, not only the countries, the states, uh, but even the cities. And it just seems like in the larger cities, and perhaps that's because of the population. A lot of the population goes there. But you look at the problems that we see in a lot of the cities uh, today, the big cities, and 
you have a lot of people involved in drugs. Uh, there's so much homelessness because of the high cost of living, which affects all of us. Uh, so there's a lot of problems in the world. And you know, if there was ever a time to where a Christian could truly shine the light of Jesus Christ, it would be now. And that's what I wanted to look at today. So let's begin in Matthew 5, 10 through 16, where Jesus told us not only are we uh, to let our light shine, which is truly his light, the light of Jesus Christ, but we are also to be the salt of the earth. In Matthew 5, 10 through 16, Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted the prophets which were before you. Let's stop there for a second. You know, when we live a Christian life, we're going to be suffering persecution. And But the Bible, Jesus says here that we are blessed because we are his own. We're not of the world. And we look at Romans chapter 12. We're not conformed to this world, but we are the Lord's. You know, be you transformed through the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We must be different and we will be persecuted if we do live a Christian life. Continuing on, ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt hath lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and trodden under the foot of men. Let's stop there. The salt of the earth, salt uh, actually adds flavor. And you could say salt is a spice that when we eat, salt actually brings uh, life to the food. It, it actually, when the food nourishes our body, salt brings life uh, or meaning to the food just as a Christian adds meaning to life because we reflect Jesus Christ in our life. Also, salt has a, a, a saving factor. Did you know that if you put uh, salt or salt water on a wound, it can actually pull toxins from that wound? So salt actually has a, a saving factor also, just as a Christian can share the gospel with all those that are around it. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do man light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So we know that truly that the light of Jesus Christ uh, is present with all Christians. And of course, we need to be living a Christian life. We need to bring glory to Jesus Christ and glory uh, to, uh, to the church because we are reflecting the light of Jesus Christ. In John 1, verse 6 through 10, we see that the, uh, uh, John the Baptist uh, was, uh, was actually came to bear witness of the light of Christ. John 1, 6 through 10, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but he was sent to bear witness of that light. And of course, we know that Jesus is the true light. That, he was, that was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, 
and the world knew him not. We too bear witness of the light, bear witness of Jesus Christ. So in our Christian life, we are commanded by Christ not only to bear witness of Christ, but also to let the light of Jesus Christ shine from us on others. Did you know that there are some things that were created only to reflect light? Now think about it. Uh, and I love astronomy. When you look at the moons that are uh, in the universe, the Earth has one moon. Venus does not have any moons. Mars actually has two moons. Um, and I think Saturn has over 30 moons. And uh, uh, I think the, a few of the, the other planets have even more moons. But a moon will never have its own light. It was created to merely reflect light uh, that was from the sun. And it will never, a moon will never ever be able to generate light on its own. Its entire purpose, it was created to reflect light. And that's the way a Christian is. It's not our light. We are, were created to bear witness or to reflect the light of Jesus Christ. Now, we're going to have a demonstration here. Did you know that there are two types of light? If you get up in the middle of the night, and I've got a flashlight here, and this could be a strong beam. Actually, this one is not too strong, but it only reflects light in one direction. If you notice, I've got the flashlight on now. It is putting light in the back wall of the building, but there's no light to the side. There's no light behind the flashlight. It only shows light in one direction. And the question that we have in our Christian life, are we only a one-way Christian? Are we only a Christian on Sundays? Or are we a Christian every single day of our life? Sharing the light of Christ with our neighbors, our friends, our friends, our loved ones, our kids, our families, whoever. Uh, are, are we obeying all the commandments that God has given us? Are we uh, uh, are we obeying all of the commandments that are given us? So therefore, there's another type of light, which is called a lantern. When you light a lantern, if you notice, there's light in all directions. So uh, are we the type of light that is only one direction? Or are we the type of light that has a lantern that actually lights all directions? And something else about lights, there are different wattages. You can go from bright to less bright to hardly bright at all. What type of light are we generating? And uh, brother, uh, Kim, or brother Chris and Kim gave me the idea of camping. And Chandra will uh, recognize this analogy. It seems like when you go camping, there's always the campers that have the perfect fire. When I take Landon with me, there's going to be a perfect fire. He is the king of fires. But sometimes, bless their hearts, there's campers that no matter what they do, they can't generate a good fire. Maybe they're not putting enough wood on the fire. And as Brother uh, uh, Chris pointed out, he said, if you're going to have a good campfire, you got to keep feeding it, you know. And, and boy, a lot of times we like to stay up late when we go camping, and you put that good wood on it, and you think you have all the wood in the world. And the next morning, 
you got you got to go and buy more wood because Landon's been feeding that fire all night. And that's the way our Christian life is. We got to keep feeding that fire. You know, study to show yourself approved unto God. Pray without ceasing. Living that Christian life. Loving our brothers and sisters in Christ. Do we put God first? You know, if you're camping, the, one of the most important things uh, would be you've got to keep wood on that fire or you're not going to have a very good camp trip at all. So loving God and putting him first above everything else. Feed that fire. Reflect the light of Jesus Christ. You were created just like a moon to reflect the light of Jesus Christ. And you know, you can count on that moon if it's not cloudy and you can look up and see that moon and it's there every single night because it's doing its job of reflecting the light. What about us? Not forsaking uh, the assembling of ourselves together on the first day of the week the disciples met to break bread. Do we put God first? Deuteronomy 6 and verse 5. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul, and with all thy might. 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 9 shows that you were created to bear witness of Christ uh, forever and ever. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. And the next question, once again, are we just a one-way Christian? Do we just pick and choose what commandments that we want uh, to do that are okay with us? Are we obeying all of the Bible, what the Bible has says? Are we a Christian just on the first day of the week? Or are we a Christian every single day? We want to be the light like this lantern that shows light in all directions. Once again, camping. If you just take a little flashlight and you have to go find something, it's not going to be very easy. But if you have a lantern, uh, now I know Coleman makes some good lanterns. I remember Bobby Honda, we used to go camping with him, and he was the king of lanterns. I think he had a $100 lantern once that worked off of some kind of gas. And I'll tell you, when he lit that, it lit up the whole campsite. And I thought, where did you get that lantern? And he had a really, really nice lantern. And I know now, uh, when you buy these lanterns, they can be the LED. And I've got one at home that I think it has 50 LEDs in it. And, and I'll tell you what, it, it, it's bright. So are we a bright light for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Are we obeying all of the commandments of God and being a faithful Christian? 1 John 2, 3 through 6. And hereby we know that we know him if we keep his commandments. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whosoever keepeth his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby we know that we are in him. He that saith, he abideth in him, ought also to walk even as he walked. So you notice there that just as Jesus walked, we need to walk the, the life that Jesus Christ walked. And of course, that was in fellowship with the Father, God the Father. Can we live that Christian life? And in doing so, can we reflect the light of Christ in us and shine that light in all directions like this lantern does? We are to let our light shine by being holy, by being a holy people. We need to bring glory to the name of Jesus Christ. We must show others that Jesus Christ is living in us. 
being an example of the believers in all manner of holy conversation. Being a good influence on others, drawing people to Christ. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's the glorious gospel and especially his glorious, perfect church, his body without spot, without wrinkle, the church of Christ. Mankind was put on this earth to be a reflected light. You were never created to have your own light. You were created to reflect the light. Are our mirrors clean? Do we have purity in our life how many times and mom growing up would always have that mirror you know in in her purse and if it got makeup on it or if it got something in her purse uh, you you couldn't hardly see it and how many times with our mirrors on our car do they get dirty you know and you're not able to see what's behind you you got to keep the mirrors clean and you got to keep it aligned in the right place so therefore we need purity a dirty light is no good and you know the lights on your car can get dirty your windshield can get dirty and you're going to have trouble navigating on that road if you've got a dirty windshield or dirty lights we need to be pure or we're not going to be a good light at all first timothy 4 12 through 16 paul telling timothy here let no man despise thy youth but be an example of the believers in word and conversation. That conversation means how do you live? In charity, that's love. That's true fervent love. In spirit. And that means that we live according to the Holy Spirit living with us. Fruit of the Spirit. In faith, in purity. So once again, Paul telling Timothy, Let no man despise thy youth, but be an example of the believers in word, conversation, charity, spirit, in faith and purity till I come give attendance to reading to exhortation to doctrine and the word exhortation there is a call to be holy you know people are drawn to the light and you go back to uh, Matthew chapter 5 and I love that where it says that uh, that others may see our good works and glorify God but the verse above that in Matthew 5 Uh, there in verse 15 he says neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel but on a candlestick and it giveth light unto all that are in the house did you know you cannot mistake a Christian a person that is truly living a Christian life will not talk like the rest of the world you know using all the profanity and all of the dirty talking that you see in the world today it's a shame you know, even we see our, our president and, uh, you know, will use profanity from time to time. And uh, it didn't used to be like that when I, when I was younger. Uh, when you go to a public place, uh, it's very commonplace to hear people uh, not only using profanity, but being negative, you know, the way that they talk. That's not the way that a Christian should be. A Christian uh, is, has love one for another, is always sharing the love of Jesus Christ. And, you know, you cannot mistake 
a Christian. You know, uh, we don't dress like the rest of the world. We don't talk like the rest of the world. We worship on the first day of the week. You can truly see a Christian in a Christian family. You know, we, Jesus is the light, but we are the lesser lights, meaning we merely reflect Jesus Christ, but we can be the best light we can be. You know, when the lights go out uh, at home, and actually where I live, even though I live in a very old neighborhood, the electric's doing a lot better, but there have been times in the past where we lost power. And you notice you always know where you keep a flashlight. And I have probably seven or eight flashlights, but I always go to my favorite light because I know I can count on it and it's going to work. Can God count on us for being that bright light and to show the light of Christ in all directions and people will not be confused and people will be edified and encouraged by us shining the light of Christ. In Philippians 2 and verse 15, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation in whom ye shine as lights in the world. So, Jesus said to let your light shine. But Paul said in Philippians 2 and verse 15 that we need to shine as lights in the world. So here's another interesting concept that we can be one single light, but here Paul tells the Philippian church that ye are lights. So another wonderful benefit of shining the light of Christ, just as Saturn has over 30 moons and Mars has two moons, Christians can come together. And when we come together as a unit, the church, we can shine more light than we ever could by ourselves. So we come together as a holy family with a purpose to glorify God. We're going to glorify God as much as we can. So we shine as lights in the world by shining forth Jesus Christ in our life, sharing the gospel of Christ on all those around us. Are we just shining the gospel on one person? Or are we shining the gospel on everyone that is around us? I was picking out Mother's Day cards the other day, and uh, this lady just walked up to me, and we just started laughing. And I said, I've got all kinds of adopted moms everywhere. I said, i got to buy a bunch of these cards. And we just started talking, and before well, you know it, I was sharing the gospel with her. I told her I was a Christian, you know. So you never know when we can try to share the gospel with others. The light of Jesus Christ and the glorious gospel, he gives us his law and it is a lamp to our feet. We will fall without a true light, especially when it's dark. Psalm 119 and 105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Jesus said that we are lights in the world, Matthew 5 and verse 14. Jesus is the true light. We are only reflecting his light. Christians are the lesser lights of the spiritual world. We are always very dim in comparison with the shining light of Christ, but we still need to live a Christian life. And how can we do that? Once again, by living the Christian life. You never know who you might influence by living the Christian life. 1 Peter 3, verses 10 through 16. And this is, once again, uh, talking about living the Christian life. First Peter 3 verse 10 for he that will love life 
and see good days. Let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. Once again, the power of what we say. First Peter 3 and verse 10. You know, I always, not to uh, put him above anybody else, but I remember when James Mills was preaching Barbara's funeral and uh, the way that he shared the gospel. And he said something that was just so powerful in my mind. The most beautiful part of his sermon was he said that Barbara had been preparing for this day since the day she was born, or not, or the day she was baptized. And what a powerful statement. And the way that he uh, he preached that funeral, I think that was a great encouragement and really brought honor uh, to uh, Barbara and Doug. And then uh, he also shared the gospel with others. Verse 11, let him eschew evil and do good and let him seek peace and ensue it. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his prayer, his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. And who will will be that harm you if you be followers of that which is good? So that is Christians. We follow that which is good. Now we're going to go to my favorite part of this sermon. Let's turn over to Philippians 2 and verse 17. Once again, another way. We can let our light shine, and that's what this uh, sermon is about. And that is holding forth the word of life. We need to shine the light not only of Jesus, but also of the gospel. So not only do we shine light, reflect it, but here's my favorite part of the sermon. We also need to carry the light. You see, we shine light, but we also have something to do. We carry the light of the gospel and the light of Jesus Christ. Philippians 2 and verse 16, holding forth the word of life that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. The word of life is the gospel. A lot of people would say, oh, the richest person on earth is, you know, uh, uh, you know, different people or, uh, uh, like maybe uh, Trump or, uh, you know, the head of Microsoft, Steve Jobs or some of these people. And they may have a lot of material wealth, but the richest people in this world are people, are Christians that have the treasure of the gospel. Because our treasure, our riches will not go away when we die. They, we will have them forever, spiritual riches. The word of life is the gospel, the message of salvation set forth in Christ. Flesh profits nothing, but the spirit gives life through Jesus Christ and the gospel. It is the word of life, the word of Jesus, the words of the gospel that can save your soul. John 6 and verse 63, it is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak with you, they are spirit and they are life. The same, when some disciples had left Jesus, Jesus asked the remaining ones, Will you also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? For thou hast the words of eternal life. We must carry the gospel, holding forth the word of life. And here's my favorite part of the sermon. Do you, how many of us have seen the Olympics? And the Olympics could not take place without the carrying of the torch. And the torch was lit in is Olympia or Olympus, Greece. And in the same flame is passed by probably hundreds of people. And they pass that live torch, that flame never goes out. 
and then they light the torch of the Olympic Games. And you know what's interesting is maybe you'll recognize the person that lights the torch at the Games, but those hundreds of people that have carried that light, you really don't know who they are. And it doesn't matter because the important part is the torch. The torch is what you remember. And they'll show it on the news and they're carrying that torch. That's a Christian. It doesn't matter who carries the gospel. We need to carry the gospel message. People don't need to see Scott. They don't need to see James Mills. They need to see the truth. They need to see the light. So hence, we, we reflect the light of Jesus Christ in our Christian life. But we hold forth just as that Olympic torch. And, and we don't start in Olympia, Greece. We start the day we obeyed the plan of salvation. When we repented of sins, confessed our faith in Jesus Christ, and were baptized. So we carry that precious gospel that it's going to save our soul and others that will obey it. John 6 and verse 68, Then Simon Peter answered and said, Lord, to whom shall we go? Uh, for thou hast the words of eternal life. Many years later, John opened up 1 John 1 by talking about the word of life. He says in 1 John 1, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon our hands, have handled the word of life. It is the gospel, the good news about Jesus Christ and the teachings to those as they were moved by the breath of God, by God himself, the Holy Spirit. So the energy, the life of this light is not batteries. It's not the alkaline batteries or the rechargeable batteries. It is by God himself. The Holy Spirit lights this light. Second Peter 1 and verse 21. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Christians must do two things with the perfect gospel. To hold by it and to hold it out. When people see us, they should see this light anywhere we go. And you know, it's not difficult, but we must share the gospel. Share our Christian life. So we have light reflecting off us in our Christian life. And we are holding forth the light of the gospel. In order to give life, there must be life. A Christian life depends on having it in the word of life. And it is quick and powerful, which is able to dwell in us richly in all wisdom and understanding. Now there's a third type of light. And how many of us have actually seen a laser, a laser beam? And I remember at McGraw-Hill, a lot of times we would have special books given to charity that we would burn into the cover this is just a sample because people might sell it and try to make money what's supposed to be a sample so laser beam is so powerful it actually can burn and it can cut things so the word of god is stronger than any laser because it is quick and powerful and able to uh to actually uh to convince the sinner that they are falling short of God's will, that they must obey the gospel. So it is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword uh, uh, piercing to the dividing asunder of the soul, the spirit, the joints, and the marrow. And it is the only way to penetrate the sinner's heart to call them. 
Next, how much light must we have? The Bible tells us that we need to be covered in light or to have the light in us richly. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.